Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of farm finance and rural life. Our guest today, Rob Froning, Vice President of Insurance and Commodity Marketing Education. Rob, let's talk markets here as we work our way into the end of the month here. I guess uh, pretty quiet here this last week or so. Yeah, it, it has been pretty quiet. The market seems to be, be looking for something to uh, grab a hold and, and take off and uh, obviously, lots of things influence our market this time of year, but uh, there's been really nothing that drastic that's really uh, overcoming or overshadowing everything else. So every day is just uh, kind of a, a little different day, maybe a, a little bit up or a little bit down or even even both in the same day, depending on what's going on. But a um, little bit of, of sideways, I would say, here over, over the course of, of that period of time. And it's just, uh, you know, just looking for something to get excited about. South America, you know, they're, they're trying to get going. Uh, they're trying to get planted. It's a little bit dry down there. Uh, Brazil specifically is a, a little bit dry here. Just uh, was, was looking at the extended forecast here the next five days or, or so. Look dry. There's some forecasters out there saying there could be a shift and they, they might get some rain. Keep in mind, this time of year, they want the rain because they want the rain to get in and get and, and get planted. So I'm um, looking for some of that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what they do and how planting progress uh, may continue going forward. But that's... You know, one one of of many items that the weather's looking at. There was uh, some strikes here, of course, in the Russia and Ukraine situation, which the markets try to get excited about that. But they've uh, they've heard that before, and so they're not moving too drastically anymore. So it's just just a lot of little things, and the and we just see uh, minor movements in the in the market. So it seems like uh, well, let's go back to South America, that dry area down there. Does that uh, El Nino kind of leads to that too, right? Yeah, it, it, it can. Uh, it, it can. It can lead to that, and but that'll be interesting. You know, the like, so they're talking uh, ten days out here. Just the the normal monsoonal flows, you know, and how things start changing, and um, you know, they're trying to predict when will that happen, and, and obviously they they want that and need that in, in many cases, and so that's will the El Nino override that? Will you know? We'll get back to normal. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens, and. and that is a possibility, and again, longer forecast, you know, months out here, it'll be interesting to see, uh, and I haven't looked at that recently, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see as that, that season gets going, they get the majority of their soybeans here planted in the, you know, next uh, couple of months, we'll see how that flows. Yeah, and they even got a chance to put the beans in a hair earlier than, than their normal planting date on the 15th, didn't they? Yeah, they were they were ready to go, and, and they had they did have some moisture early, and they were looking to get some, some in, and again, that's where... Down there, timing is everything. You know, their their average rainfall can be two to three inches a week. So, um, when they say they're dry, it's it's not like when we say we're dry. It's a little bit different. But um, yeah, they were able to get some in early, got started, got going. Uh, maybe a little bit of slow down here, and will it get fired back up here in, in another week or two if if the forecast holds true and they get some more moisture. Yeah, well, I think too. The, the you know we tend to think of in the terms of the growing season as as either winter or summer uh, around here. They really don't. Temperatures about the same all the time. Other than that, they have a monsoon season and and their winter is dry. Just the rain stops and does not come. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly the case, and and that's what they're. You know, they always start off with with the soybean crop primarily, and then the, you know the safrina crop uh, next spring into into our summer. Uh, you know, when they start, that's when they get the the corn in and. Um, kind of the end of that monsoon season and, and get that harvested. So, yeah, it's 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 a little different down there, and the but the markets watch it and the markets are following that. And, and again, I always say you know take it uh, a little bit in perspective of what's wet and what's dry is is different for you and I versus what they say down there, and sometimes opposite too. Like I said, they they want some moisture to get the crop going and kicked off and started, 
uh, just because they, they need that to, to get that crop off to a, a good start. Sure. Let's talk livestock here for a second, or actually we should maybe talk margin uh, protection insurance here. We only have one week left here till the end of the month uh, to uh, uh, make those purchases. Yeah, exactly. The margin protection, you know, you know, prices are all set. They're they're ready to go now. They they were established here on the 14th of September, and um, you know, again, we're we're down from a year ago, and, and down from even even in the springtime. But uh, on the revenue side, however, so are our costs. So we we still have pretty good margins to insure. Again, that's all based on different county. Each county has a different uh, level there, but we're able to uh, look at some of that margin and, and get that insured. And we we uh, have seen continued increase in interest in that. Um, as some may look at these markets and say, do we have a, a possible pinch in our margin? And that's really, again, looking at the input costs as well as the revenue side. Uh, if that margin gets pinched, that's what this, this coverage is, is for. It is an area-based plan based on the county. Um, but it is definitely something that people are looking at. Uh, as we've seen these uh, ups and downs before in the market, uh, a lot of times our inputs don't uh, f- flow the same as our uh, the revenue side and the corn and soybean side. Uh, as those markets maybe come down, our inputs maybe uh, hold a little bit higher or, or stay where they're at and don't come down as fast. So, uh, again, a, a fairly new concept, uh, relatively new to the insurance world. Only a, a few years here it's been going, and uh, more and more increased uh, interest in it. And, yeah, like you said, we have till the end of September here to get that policy set in place. And it is for the 2024 crop year that we're looking. I know a lot of people are still looking to get this 23 crop harvested. Uh, that's really starting to kick off here recently as well. But uh, we kind of got to be forward-looking a little bit. And, and there is some opportunity in, in looking at locking in some of those margins and getting those uh, coverages put in place. And then we'll uh, wait and see what our inputs do into the spring and then see what the next fall brings us for uh, harvest prices on those commodities that we look to insure. Yeah, especially with the uncertainty over the input prices. I mean, man, they could skyrocket here. Yeah, you know, uh, 2021 was a, was a, an example. In, in, well, even uh, 22 somewhere, we've seen some uh, drastic in, you know, changes in those prices. And obviously fertilizer is a big one. Um, but, but so, you know, there's, there's other, there are other parts to that. They, they look at fuel, they look at interest rates. Obviously we've seen a huge, uh, increase in interest rates over the last, uh, 18 months or so, uh, as well. So those are all factors in, in the input side of that cost to calculate that margin. And, uh, yeah, we don't know what anything's going to do, but we know what things could do. And that's, that's what this is, type of insurance is for saying, Hey, we want to protect in case it goes against us and uh, get protected. If it goes in our favor, hey, it goes in our favor, and it, it worked out as planned. We, we had the policy in place, but we were able to uh, capture the revenue on the cash side um, and, and capture that margin. So uh, time will tell. We'll, we all, hindsight's twenty twenty, but uh, looking forward is always a little more tough. And so I, I just encourage people to take a look at that and see if that's something for their operation. Uh, like I said, all those prices are locked in as far as the uh, – the inputs as well as the revenue side, uh, we were tracking that up until the 14th of September. So definitely uh, give uh, your A-Country agent a call and uh, see what we can do for you. Yep, another tool in the toolbox. Oh, there's a lot of tools out there, plenty of them. Uh, no different than we had alluded to the to the livestock side of things. Uh, LRP continues to have strong demand. And uh, I'll be honest, we've, we've had a lot of conversations on livestock risk protection, which we're ensuring just the, the price because we are at some very high prices when it comes to cattle specifically um and it just continues it's a slow steady climb you know it, it's not drastically going up but it's a it's a pretty good and as we near uh, 200 dollars on some of the, the fat cattle and uh, uh even to 275 or 280 in some months here on the feeders uh, for for next year 
it's just a steady climb and uh, you can ensure, you know, those prices from falling and, and we can go as far as 52 weeks out. We can go as far as a year out from now. Um, if we have uh, pregnant cows, we can actually ensure those unborn calves. Uh, we can look at what are those unborn calves going to become, you know, next spring or summer. Uh, we can get some prices locked on those and, and have that insurance ready for you. And again, hopefully the prices hold and we receive it in cash when we sell the, the animal itself. But if it doesn't, that's another policy that uh, is really looking to protect you from a market swing. I mean, a lot of these uh, crop insurance products are really kind of some, in, some price protection for you and helping protect that. And when times are good, those, those are the times we want to make sure that they stay good, right? And uh, like we said uh, earlier, you know, prices go up, uh, but typically we can see them fall faster than they go up. And, and hopefully we can level off and stay at good prices for a while, but uh, one never knows. Yes, especially with uh, talk about uh, herd retention and haven't seen it yet, but once we start uh, holding back some of those heifers, uh, those markets could go wild. Right, yeah, it, it, it's it's such an interesting market. Uh, you got that perspective of when you get to a certain level, do we just keep, uh, you know, dumping and, and feeding the market, uh, you know, with those heifers, or at what point do we try to continue to build and uh, hold back some of those those heifers and look at building our herd, just like you mentioned, and then we uh, we short the supply chain a little bit there. And, and overall, demand has stayed as well. And the talk will continue to be at what level does the uh, consumer at the retail store or retail level start cutting back on some of some beef and start looking to alternative uh, proteins, whether that's, you know, hogs or, or poultry or whatever. Um, you know, that that's usually what an open market does is we, we get to a point where it's a breaking point and people decide to, to flip and, that's what will dictate what the market does. And again, same with, like you said, whether they hold the heifers back or they exceed the market because of the good prices. Um, but a lot of times when you price like this too, we also see some of those old cows get uh, put out there too and, and start getting some fresh fresh animals in those herds. Any final thoughts here, Rob, before we let you go? You know, again, as I uh, travel across the North Dakota here in Northern Minnesota, the, the last couple of weeks, I can just, it's, Harvest is picking up. It's getting going. Uh, it is a busy, hectic time of year. It is uh, the end of September. Um, just be safe. Be rested. Um, I know we all want to get this crop out as fast as we can because then that's the only way to make sure that we have it. Um, but just, again, do it Do it safely. Um, take your time as much as you can and, and make sure you're rested. You know, rest is, is key, and that's the uh, most farm accidents happen when uh, we're not rested or we're rushing. And just encourage everybody to, uh, to to just be safe out there and do what we can for others to be safe as well. If you have a question about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, Twitter, or submit your question using the website at agcountry.com.